Good morning and welcome to the Robin Report. I'm your host, Elliot Robin, so get ready to get triggered. Welcome to the show. Um, my name is Elliot Rabin. I'm your host, as you might have heard in our intro. And with me, I have my expert panel, as always, Marshall, Adam, and Daniel. How are you guys? Good. Doing good. Doing yeah, good. doing pretty good. Good. Awesome. Awesome. So today we're going to be moving past the 2016 U.S. elections, or as Thank I goodness. or as I call it, having a scorpion enter your body and play mariachi music inside you, 2016. After the, whirl, <laughs> after the whirlwind that was that year-long event, we will now be moving to a softer topic, uh, misconceptions about political views. Each panelist supports a different political party, conservative, liberal, NDP, and on this episode, they'll each be discussing some misconceptions <coughs> about their party's political beliefs and much more. And before we begin, to the person that told me to die because I have a differing <laughs> opinion from you, please grow up. So... What? Let's go to our question. Our first question: What are the biggest misconceptions about each of your political views? Let's start with you, Adam. Oh, of course. Okay. <laughs> Technically, what NDP? So socialist, I guess. Yeah, I'm generalized. I'm generally yeah. more left wing than uh, most. Um, John Cherry would call me a left wing kook, but regardless, um, for starters, my biggest problem with the left and everybody else's biggest problem with the left is that. As much as we try and paint ourselves as the most equal side, the most accepting side, the, you know, the voice for the, for the unheard, the voice for the people who don't have one, we're almost anything but that. Um, let me finish. We, uh, like generally in history, we have been voices for the workers' parties, the ununionized, the whatnot. But we've also been voiced for the voice for the marginalized. And for a while that worked, and I think that the the left has been the most equal representation for visible minorities and different marginalized groups throughout history. But what has happened nowadays is that majority left wing people, as 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 I would think, or as what um, conservative media loves to call us, liberal trash, mm -hmm. is um, now sort of in this whole new phase of. We have sort of uh, um, a job description for each visible minority. And if you don't fit that, you're immediately cut out of the narrative. You're immediately removed from the conversation. If you are a, for example, if you are a gay person, but you support Donald Trump, you're, are you really a gay person? Or if you, um, I can't think of any other examples right now, but if you, if you don't, do as we say as we as we say that you might mm -hmm. you're no longer part of of who we represent mm -hmm. and you're sort of misguided lost um on the wrong side on the wrong team and that's that's a big problem so let's move on um is that it do you have anything else to say or um Anything Everybody to seems add? to think that uh, we want to take all their tax dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I don't necessarily agree with that, but uh, we're not here to rob your tax money. 
We're not here to take your hardworking money. We just want equal pay, equal representation across the board. So yeah, I'm done. Perfect. For now, um, now let's uh, let's move on to Daniel. What are what are some misconceptions about you're a liberal, right? Um, like, you're you're left wing. I personally, like, I don't want to like just brand myself as just. You don't want to put a label on yourself. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to put any labels on myself. Like I guess as a general thing. But for the purpose of this show, for though. the purpose of the show, yes, I do. I, I guess I identify as like a liberal, mm-hmm. or the liberal expert, I guess. Um, but in terms of like misconceptions, like people just think like the liberal party is like maybe like automatically like the party that like if you want to be progressive and if you want to make some actual social change, you automatically have to join the liberals and stuff like that. And not necessarily like, even if I do have like these ideas that are more closely related to the liberal party, I don't want to. Um, just tie myself with that. I think some concerns about the Liberal Party and like some misconceptions are that um, how, like they're just like maybe like the best party and that like, that's just a blatant lie and stuff like that. Or people think like oh it's like the most progressive party and stuff like that. And, like there's just no matter which party you look at, there's always going to be faults and stuff like that. Um, I feel like it's also an idea that like people almost force to be part of the Liberal Party. Like if oh, like if you're not a liberal, if you're not part of the Liberal Party then you're automatically part of the NDP or the conservatives and you're automatically like somebody that like hates change and something like that mm-hmm. and stuff like yeah it just it doesn't make really much sense yeah um let's see other conceptions i think right now like we can see it right now with today's modern society over the past like 5 years um liberals are now very unfortunately very closely tied to SJWs and to all this like different types of social change and activism and stuff like that and activism in a sense is a good idea and it's like I, I advocate that to a certain extent but then the same way that like everybody paints conservative like all people with, conser- with conservative ideas as racist and misogynistic and all that jazz now everyone's gonna think like all liberals are gonna be completely crazy and they just don't want to hear like any other voice except their own and if you don't do that then we're no better than any other country that isn't a democracy. Just, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. Like, I've never really thought about that like in terms of like, misconceptions like in that general term, but it's, people are just more confused about it. Like, okay, you're liberal, but what does that even mean? Do you actually agree with everything that the Liberal Party stands for? Mm-hmm. I don't think... If you could actually stand for every single thing from your party, I think you're just conforming like to the actual party. Like, There's got to be some things that you can't agree with to a certain extent. And that's just with every party. Yeah. All right, that's, that's my two cents on that. All right, and now let's move on to Marshall. Well, <clears throat> I'm a I'm a member of the Conservative Party federally. I, if I were in the U.S., if I were a U.S. citizen, I would be a Republican. If I were in the U.K., I would be a Tory. Um, I'm on the right wing, and I'm pretty deep into the right wing. Now, when I tell people that. It's funny, the first thing that they assume is not necessarily racism or homophobia. It's always transphobia. That's the first thing that the people always assume. People, whenever I say, um, whenever people ask the question, and I've always felt, you know, don't ask the question if you can't handle the answer. <laughs> um, don't take the heat. Yeah, when people ask me, yeah, take the heat. especially when I tell people I'm studying politics, when people ask me where do I lie politically, I often hesitate to say it, but I, I, won't, I won't back down. I won't... Um, I won't compromise my integrity. And I'll say, you know, I'm, I'm a right-wing guy. I'm a member of the Conservative Party. And the amount of times I've gotten the reaction, oh, so you don't like trans people in your washrooms? <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, first of all, that, I mean, that's not even an issue in Canada. Um, well, you know what? I shouldn't say that. That's not a massive issue in Canada. 
And in the states where it is a huge issue, that's not even what it is. It's not that people don't want trans people in the washroom. That's not even the thing. Um, we could talk more about that maybe later this sh- this episode or another episode, but it's always transphobia that comes first, followed by homophobia, and then racism are the assumptions in that order. And then people go like, okay, so what, you don't think gay people should be able to get married? I don't think that's a homophobic view to have necessarily, but that's not my view. I think gay people should be able to get married. I think you should be able to marry whoever you want. You know, you can... There's a, there's, a woman, there's a woman in France who's married to the Eiffel Tower, and I actually, I think that's yeah. fine. Nice. Um, nice. <laughs> not to compare the two. I wish them a happy life together. Exactly. Yeah. You know what? Do what you want. Um, and I, I don't feel that way, but that, that's what people assume. And then people assume that I don't like gay people. I'm uncomfortable with gay people. That's just a, a massive untruth. And then thirdly, the racism. This usually comes in when I say... <laughs> When I'm talking U.S. politics, when I say that I personally liked um, Mitt Romney, when I say that I like Donald Trump, people go, you're a racist immediately. (laughs) And you know what? The Republican Party, it is the party of the Ku Klux Klan and the party of slavery. But actually, it's not. Technically, Democrats. It's not. Exactly. The Democrat Party is the party of slavery and the party of the of the Klan. Um. And I think a lot of people assume that my conservative views come from my parents. I think people don't believe that you can ever be... A millennial and conservative. Exactly. Or that... Um, yeah, you're automatically either like Bernie Sanders supporter, like you're a socialist, like Adam, I guess. Like that's how everything's... Like anybody who's like on young, younger than like 25 or something like that is auto- either like super liberal or super socialist. And yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try and say that um, I haven't been influenced by my parents. My my father is uh, is a pretty conservative guy. Uh, my mother is more centrist. Um, for a long time, though, that wasn't the case with myself. For a long time, I was very left wing. Um, if you've been following this show for a while, uh, you'll know this interesting piece of trivia. Mm-hmm. For a long time, I, I considered myself an anarcho communist. Which is a interesting branch of communism. That's about as far as left as you can go. Yeah, really, it is. Um, interesting. And so, no, I, uh, I, people, people will say or people will assume that I'm ignorant to the other, uh, other ideologies of the of the political world. But no, because I've been there. I've been a I've been a communist. I've been an anarchist. I've been a liberal briefly. Um, I've just decided that those things aren't for me. I've been there. I've tried them out. Been didn't there, like them. Um, so no, I'm not ignorant. I know, I know, I know the websites you're reading when you, (laughs) when you espouse these views to me. I know the, the dictionary that you use. I know the, uh, the the people that you, that you look up to politically and not that that's bad that you look up to those people. It's bad that you assume I don't know those people. That's, that's the thing. And I mean, this is a, this is an issue that's very important to me because I think it causes a lot of, uh, Stress for not only me, but uh, for conservatives. Can everywhere. you elaborate on what you're talking about, the whole leader thing? Like, were you saying like, expanding on like leaders that you that you look up upon? What were you saying? So, for example, like <clears throat> I'm just trying to think of a liberal person who I used to like, like YouTubers, not just YouTubers, but YouTubers, journalists, politicians. So, when I was a anarcho-communist i was big on abby hoffman um jello biafra who is the singer of the dead kennedys um henry rollins from black flag um ezra klein from vox um vox jeez 
I like I, I like Vox, but Vox is very entertaining. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's entertainment. Um, you know, what, you know what else is entertaining? TMZ, but like not really. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, so no, like I know those people. I'm just trying to think of who's big now in like the liberal sphere. In terms uh, of what? You, oh, like, John let's just Oliver. Talk YouTubers. John, John Oliver. Oliver. Yeah, John Oliver. Oh yeah. And Trevor Noah. I used to be a oh, yeah. huge fan of Trevor Noah. He's too what about preachy. And, and Colbert, right? What about like what about, no, what still, about people like Philip DeFranco? What about people like Philip DeFranco? Oh yeah, Philip DeFranco is great. Philip DeFranco is great. Philip DeFranco. Like, great. Philip he's, DeFranco he's, I love Philip DeFranco for the sole fact that like, I people don't know like his actual true opinion. Like he says it a little bit. He's very factual. He gives two cents. Yeah. But he's not like he doesn't want to explicit his own opinion because that's not what he cares about. He cares about the community in a sense. He likes that. He likes it when other people have comments and they have like and they debate about their certain issues and stuff like that. Absolutely. But yeah, no. And uh, I still like Stephen Colbert. Um, I still find John Oliver funny. He's a Liverpool fan, which is nice. And, uh, he's good at his Liverpool, job. Liverpool. Just when he shoves his political views <laughs> yeah. down your throat, is there it's kind of like you can't do, Adam. Uh, or is there like a? We'll see. <laughs> can you do Jamaican? No? I can, but <laughs> it's nice. too early in the morning. Yeah, it's that. too early in the morning. Um, so yeah, no. <clears throat> uh, Trevor Noah used to be. I used to consider him my favorite comedian. He's mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think part of that comes from my odd obsession at the time with South African culture and the Afrikaans language and the Afrikaans <laughs> accent. Uh, which I still love. Yeah, that, that, wasn't bad. that wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, like, I, I know, I know these people. I know their views, and I know their rhetoric, mm-hmm. and I know the buzzwords. The buzzwords are key. You say these buzzwords as mm-hmm. if you're confusing me. People throw them out like stun grenades or something. Like you say something like paradigm, and you're expecting it to disarm me, or you say, you say you're, you're coming from a very privileged position, yes. and you're expecting me to go, oh, my goodness, I am. Thank you, um, <laughs> but no, and um, that—that's just key. Like I, I know exactly where you're coming from, and I understand your position, and, and I would never say that you are wrong unless you are wrong. Um, that's just—I've been there. And it's not for me, and you have to understand that I am not wrong either. These are my opinions. Uh, now I apologize. I've been talking for a lot longer than anybody. No, else no has, problem. So. No, man. No, no, no problem. Oh, I, I expanded on your question. That's Did, why. I no, to be fair, your camp is the most ripped on and hated on oh yeah 100 yeah. so i think that you can get an extra two minutes mm-hmm. to, to speak <laughs> to justify that's, yeah. that's the uh that's the consolation that's, prize basically no, that's like, the reality i mean it, it's true i the problem with me is that the left wing and especially left wing progressives nowadays like bernie sanders elizabeth warren cory brooker mm-hmm. keith ellison who's now uh running for the dnc chair these people come from good places they come from good thoughts they come from they come from 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 they come with good intentions they they want equality they want you know the fight for 15 15 dollar minimum wage they want um it's funny cuz i have a sticker over that on my laptop <laughs> nice for 15 dollars in fairness <laughs> they want they want you know they want uh they, they want trans people to feel comfortable they want actual equal lgbt rights not just on paper they want they they want people in poverty to not be caught in the loop of poverty anymore. They want, you know, you name it. They they come from these good places, but their means of doing it and and their execution and their plans. Mm-hmm. A lot of these progressives will stand there like they did the entire election and just rip on Trump for being a racist mm-hmm. without attacking any of his policies. That's an example. A lot of left-wing folk, and especially the, the the very the very passionate kind, which 
I know where the 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 passion and and the frustration and the anger stems from. It's all, it's all years of frustration and and, and lack of change. I get it, but a lot of the left wing folk really like the ad hominem way of getting their point across. They will attack you as a person rather than attack your belief. Like, yeah, you know, if it's no longer about facts, it's, it's about no feelings. longer about. Tr- fact and and I just the worst to, thing I, about it i though. just want to mention ben shapiro he said this he's like facts hero? don't yeah. oh, well, one of them one of facts them. don't care about your feelings and that's so true but yeah as you were saying continue like when when marshall like when 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 donald trump entered the race with his you know famous opening speech the mexicans are rapists I was very quick to sort of get my information off of the, you know, 45-second AJ Plus video that was posted <laughs> about the about the, the speech and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it was, it was video after video of him, you know, talking about... Like, it was all, it was all taken out of context. Not mm-hmm. all of it, but yeah. uh, some of it was taken out of context. So when the idea of the wall came out, everybody was like, Oh my God, this guy's the king of racists. Mm-hmm. Worse, you know... When, when the KKK came out and was like, "Hey, let's endorse this guy," everybody was like, "This is it. This is the end. Apocalypse. Game over." And I think it is because he never ended up denouncing it, which I'm very disappointed at. But only up until recently, I think. Right? Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's denounced it yet. Oh uh, yeah. I don't no. think he has either, Not the KKK. Really? Yeah, I don't. Uh, know, I sorry, don't know the I think KKK. I'm referring to the Nazi, to the neo-Nazi platform or whatever. Which is just oh, ridiculous. Okay, no, yeah. I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's yeah. similar, but like it's not the same thing. <clears throat> I don't know yeah. the KKK. Never met the KKK. <laughs> um, and you know, I, I I was very quick to you know like all the comments on on Trump's post. You know, f you, f off, racist, get out of our country, blah blah blah. But then, I don't know if, if, for those also who have been following the show, I decided to look, at some point in this election, I decided to look at this election from a conservative viewpoint. It's true. As an exercise mm-hmm. for me. And what I realized is that, hey, this guy isn't so bad. Okay? He's not that bad. The, the, uh, the American population has seen worse. Mm-hmm. As shocking as that might be, coming from the left-wing kook in the room, America has seen worse. And, you know... If you talk to me back in, you know, when did Trump win the nomination? What, October? Something like that. Like seven months ago? No? No, no, no. no. Win the the nomination. November? I want to say way earlier. September? August? Yeah, like Like last year? July. Uh, Maybe like May even. I don't know. Okay. when When he won the nomination, if you came to me and was like, Adam, what do you think? You know, Trump won the nomination. Be like, oh, he's an effing racist. America's, you know, going downhill. It's game over. It's apocalypse. If 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 we had our election coverage and Marshall walked into the room with his "Make America Great Again" hat, <laughs> mm-hmm. I would resent this man like no like nobody else. Yeah, I'd be like, what's wrong with this? I guy? I would be like, know? what is wrong with this guy? How dare he <laughs> walk into the room with this disgusting piece of thing on his head? Yeah, and I would be really upset. But now I get it. But the problem is a lot of the left-wing folk never get to that point where they get it. They immediately write... And, you know, conservatives do this too to left-wing people as well. But a lot of... You know, when I when I try and follow left-wing media, a lot of these people that report for the left-wing media, like like the people on AJ+, they will just mock and make fun of Trump, but they, they, they never get it. Michael Moore gets it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He gets why people vote Trump. People like... 
Bernie Sanders, he gets it. He 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 did a whole interview on why the people voted Trump. And you can say like the same reason why people vote for Trump is the exact same reason why people voted for Bernie Sanders. Yeah, he's or from the like, outside. of him. Yeah. And 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 he Bernie, ran as an, he, he was an independent senator or something like that for like for a long yeah for yeah a long, like he was twenty five first, uh, yeah. first independent senator he was, he was like, the longest crazy. running independent oh, yeah, in congressional history I'm not sure if he was the first independent yeah. no I think you're right mm-hmm. yeah so we we never get to that point where we get it we'll just go like you know Marshall's a racist end of story I win game over I am right mm-hmm. I I am you know all hail I have the opinion mm-hmm. and and that's a big problem for me. Mm-hmm. I think like a major problem with like, in terms of like our political spectrum and our political world, is, I think it's unfortunate for people who like have socialist ideas like Adam and stuff like that, or people who support the NDP, is that they do not get enough coverage on the media and stuff like yeah. that. And the problem with it is the media is primarily controlled by liberal media borges and then like as a secondary backup thing like in terms of other alternative sources we have some conservative media sources but most people pay attention to the liberal ones and that's why everyone's like maybe assumes like oh maybe i should be liberal maybe i should do that it's like don't be a liberal just because you're watching cbc news and they start talking about talking like positive things about trudeau and negative things about stephen harper or something like that that's a stupid reason to yeah yeah to like like, to support somebody like that it's just like saying like oh uh barack obama deserves to be president because he's black hillary clinton deserves to be prime president because she's the first woman uh merkel deserves to be chancellor because she's a woman um like yeah or whatever but just on that it's so quick it's so easy and it's so quick to, to make an opinion but it takes so much more time and effort to make an educated opinion about yourself. Yeah. That's a direct quote from myself right there. That's uh, a... <laughs> Let's go. Daniel Hernandez. But continue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, that was deep. Um, so <laughs> so I just want to know, so for just from my personal views uh, and experience, Canadian media is less biased than American. I like Canadian media. At, yeah. at least... My like, problem with it is boring. The, the, the top, That's the yeah. thing. Um, the top, well, I mean, Canada we're not as exciting as... Yeah, Canada's yeah. a boring country. Well, um, I still the Parliament country, had a man. debate about using the word fart. Like Yes, and then and then Elizabeth May is just like, I think she needs to withdraw the word fart. Fart. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then uh, I forgot what her name was, the MP, but she's just like, this is what the leader of a political party focuses on. Like, <laughs> there was just the uh, you know fist flying in the Ukrainian parliament like this week. I love that. And, and then, then the yeah, th- there was tear gas in the Kosovan parliament. There or like guns. in Thailand, yeah. like they like there was literally like a full on like, brawl between the two parties. Or something. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. I wish that would happen. Uh, I, don't know I, I don't. That. Yeah, I don't know about that. We, we no, could, I mean, we I wish. I, w- I wish people. I wish what I'm like, not saying like an actual fist. But I wish. <laughs> I wish MPs and people in government were as passionate about mm-hmm. what they're st- fighting for in the same way that they Some of them are. Not yeah. necessarily, we, we not necessarily handle, like in a fist fight and violence and stuff We like couldn't that. handle Elbowgate. I don't know oh how well... Oh my God. I was oh about to bring that. I don't know how well we can handle a fist fight. If we couldn't handle Justin Trudeau allegedly elbowing one MP, uh, we're in yeah. for it. And, and he apologized like, like four or five times yeah. to the whole yeah. like, house. Well, I mean, he did. He also did call Peter Kent a piece of shit whatever yeah like back when he was well, it was a big thing like, oh yeah that yeah. was a long time ago though yeah like, as but much it's just as i like, don't like trudeau like i don't, I don't like, fault him for that no no, no i'm saying like that's how bad it gets that's the yeah. worst that it can possibly get i forget who was mentioning but like, i think some some mps like talking about some other mps behavior like i can forget some dude with a mustache I don't know. but he's like oh that guy is like acting like a total jackass and like that was mm. the biggest thing ever to like oh my god somebody called somebody a jackass like yeah it's who cares yeah you know yeah um and you know, since we're on the subject, 
you know, the 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 famous video, there's Thomas Mulcair in the background just screaming, you're pathetic over and over. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> you're pathetic. <laughs> you're pathetic for, for elbowing. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah. Tom, Tom Mulcair, I, I just don't. He's funny, but. He's funny. And, like, and, and people would be like, there he goes, that freaking left-wing kook. <laughs> Yelling at Trudeau. Tom Mulcair is a left-wing kook. He kind of is. <laughs> See, I, I like the NDP. Like, even sometimes, like, to a degree, like, I like the NDP party sometimes more than the Liberal Party. But the issue is the NDP party doesn't have as much credibility in terms of the Conservative and Liberal Party. And that's kind of sad because I think yeah. democracy is even healthier with a multi-party system like I that instead of just a bi-party system like that. The NDP, Tommy Douglas, the founder of the NDP, is the champion of free health care in Canada, what we pride ourselves on. That is yeah. Tommy Douglas's project. Yeah. The problem is, is that the NDP never got enough credit until Jack Layton came. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And when Jack Layton came He's around... A, he was an inspiring figure. Yeah, yeah, it was this combination of of the inspiration and... and, and uh, Oh, what's the word? Starts with a C. Compensation. No. Charisma. No. Courage. Charisma. 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 Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> Why say compensation? <laughs> the charisma of Jack Layton and the total. Uh, what's a good word for this? The total disgrace that Michael Ignatieff was. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> he didn't come back for you. Anyway, um, it was the combination that brought NDP to the leading opposition first time in history, and people actually gave the NDP a chance. And I was mm-hmm. like, yay! My left wing, you know, Grandpa Jack Layton, <laughs> and then he died. You know, it's a shame. It's it's a it's a real shame. And it was really nice of him to get a state funeral. Yeah, I think he deserved. He deserved it. it. He deserved yeah. a he state funeral. Yeah. Um, you know, I campaigned with Olivia Chow, his widow. Um, and she's a, and she's an amazing person. She's too. Like, an, I met her personally. Like, yeah, I think and last she's year. A, she's an amazing yeah. person. I've I've been to two of her speeches, but she she flopped very hard because she could not get across to the people. And um, in the in the mayor campaign, I was there until the end. I never jumped mm-hmm. ship to John Tory. I, I I campaigned for her in the mayor uh, in the mayor race in 2014. Right. And there was a big, you know, as controversial as Torontonian politics can get. You know, there's Rob Ford's crack scandal, and then there's everything else. But as as far as everything else goes, the problem that one of the big things that Olivia Chow did, one of her big gaffes was, she took out a napkin in one of the debates, and she wrote out and she drew out John Tory's smart track plan. And she sort of drew it out in this way that, you know, oh, he wants to build lines everywhere. And she just drew this sort of really ugly drawing of his of his plan and was like, this is what he wants to give you. And we all kind of sat in the campaign headquarters and we were like, what is she doing? What is she doing? We're, we're already pulling low. How much lower can we get? And, you know, it was like she was polling high and she was winning around, you know, the, the election happened in October and she was tied with Tory up until mid-August, late August. And I think that, again, you know, people want to believe what the left is preaching for for a number of reasons. Keyword want. Yeah. Want. They want to. They want the, the $15 minimum wage. They want, you know, debt-free college tuition. They want... You know, less wait times in hospitals, if I'm bringing it back to a Canadian point of view. They want, you know, um, transit. And they want, and in a world scale, they want peace. Mm-hmm. But people have to understand it's the people that, that, that shape the government. It's not the government that shapes the people. Yeah. We vote in these people. You know, people are screaming that Hillary Clinton lost. 
Yeah. I'm not I dare I'm not I'm like whoa before I go go on I I am not implying that Hillary Clinton is left wing. Let's let's get that right off the bat. I wouldn't say that at all, no. But people, you know, they they, they it's an election. It happened. Move mm-hmm. on. Like they, she lost. Mm-hmm. Even though she won the popular vote, this is how the system works. She yeah. lost. And you know, in, in in Canada, we voted in the center-left power. We didn't vote in the NDP, but I would I would argue that the 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 Liberal Party right now is is more center-left leaning, yeah. and we're getting what a lot of what they promised the refugees. We're getting the the age of retirement back down to sixty-five. We're getting was it before seventy or seventy-five. Sixty-seven. Sixty-seven. Never mind. <clears throat> uh, Har- Misinformation Harper and... raised it to sixty-seven. Um, Trudeau brought it back down to sixty-five. Um, we're getting what we voted for. Mm-hmm. And you know the world is shifting right wing, and the problem was that with that is that a lot of young people are the the, the new left wing voice, and young mm-hmm. people don't like to vote. But in this election, but they love to post about it on their they Twitter and Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, exactly. They love to react. It doesn't the, do anything to the AJ Plus videos. Yeah. They love to you know change their their cover photo or put a sticker on their profile picture to Bernie twenty sixteen. They love yeah. to do that. I think the only one thing the good the good thing about young people in terms of like being politically active is protesting. But I even even to that extent, protesting isn't an effective solution. Protesting is a right, and it gets you heard. But, but it some of them it doesn't actually are useless. It doesn't there are cause certain things that are really silly to protest about. Especially like the election. Like, yeah. like, I think like uh, my perfect analogy was like the last protest I think that was here in Toronto, which is technically against Trump, but we were, they were quoting it was against. The new Kelly conservative, Leach. yeah, Kelly, Kelly Leach, yeah, they really yeah. backpedal on that one. It was originally just like, and I was following it from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, originally, it was just like, so we're gonna get together for uh, the biggest anti-Trump protest. We're gonna tell the the American government that they can't do this to we're us. In Canada, they betrayed first us. Of all. And then all of a sudden, um, I think they realized that they were uh, they're being silly, <laughs> and um, <clears throat> you know because a lot of people were telling them that, I guess. And then they go, okay, okay, never mind. It's not about Trump anymore. It's all about Kelly Leach. But mm-hmm. we're still going to use the Trump imagery and the Trump symbolism and the Trump vocabulary. But yeah. it's about Kelly Leach. Don't worry. Yeah, it, just, it, all de- it all depends on what you're protesting on and how you're going to protest it. And so, yeah, so that's why I think that, like, you know, you can protest all you want in the U.S. And I understand. But when you're protesting here in Canada... I mean, what's you? You don't control what happens in the U.S. I think just about protests is like when it's actually like directed towards somebody who has any type of power or authority and stuff like that. Yeah. If you're protesting like against, maybe you're protesting towards city council. Like, let's okay, we'll give this example. Let's say um, we're doing like somebody's like doing a protest for black smart shot. Or, or I'm gonna say black lives matter. Okay, yeah. I'm just for example. And let's say the protest is like, oh, we want like higher accountability on police officers, and you want all of them to wear. Um, body camera, cams? yeah, body yeah. cameras and stuff like that to like avoid any type of like um, discrimination and stuff like that. That's a meaningful protest because if your voice gets heard enough, city council, like city hall, will actually take that into like an effect, and like they, they and like the police organization is going to hear about it. That's a meaningful protest. Another one, maybe an example. It was from a while back, but I forget. I forget, but I, it was like a, a large group of like the South Asian community was. Maybe protesting for the Tamil for Tamils to come to Canada, I think, back in Sri Lanka and stuff like um, that. There w- they were walking a, throughout the whole highway. Until they were working on the Gardner Expressway, I believe. Until 2010, there was an ongoing protest. Then it would be bigger and smaller in numbers mm-hmm. around University Avenue, and they would take to the highway at some points. Was yeah. the 
um, end of the occupation of the northern uh, part of Sri Lanka. Mm -hmm. Sri Lanka is a part of it. The Tamil part of Sri Lanka is under military occupation. Mm -hmm. So like my exa my, well, my my point with this is, if we so that's something that's something that's yeah. not related to Canada whatsoever. But if you protest saying is that we want like the Canadian government to like maybe like find like may help in a certain capacity or something yeah. like that then it's a meaningful protest but if you're just saying oh uh something that's going over there it's kind of shitty and i don't like it yeah. so i'm just gonna like scream about it it's not gonna do anything i believe Unless you have an actual plan and motion <coughs> like the protest is just it's wasting yeah. time i believe in people's right to protest i mean you can't just kind of sit there and say well nothing will change i think you have to try yeah mm -hmm. and i know that you know John Smith up here in Canada won't change Trump's presidency. He's not going to watch the Canadian protests and be like, yeah, you know what? People don't like me. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm going. It's, it's not going to happen. But I agree with protests. Or I agree more so. I agree with all protests, but I agree more so. Sorry. Okay. Oh, we just, yeah, just to let everybody know. So we just saw a random dude in a chicken costume. Oh, yo, that's that's for a charity. You can pay $2 and get a picture with a chicken. Nice. But you know what? That's very misleading because they advertised it as though there was going to be an actual chicken in the SLC. I'm really disappointed. Oh, but hey, maybe there is going to be an actual chicken, though, and that guy's just going to be, like, with the chicken. And just taking pictures of a I chicken. I hope man that's the, the case. Chicken. I have really high hopes for this chicken because I'm going to actually go get a picture with the chicken. But oh. I'm not going to bother Perfect if it's just a guy in a chicken costume. Right, Ryerson, man. Yeah. Sorry, we completely lost track. I just um, had to say that. Yeah, okay. no. I, you I'm were looking over there, and I'm like, what is he looking at? I'm like... Yeah. Oh my I, goodness. <laughs> what I was talking about was not important compared to that. But um <laughs> Okay. I do like chickens, but Yeah, this is okay, I was going somewhere with this. Put Where I was going with this was let's say, you know, for a long time the Canadian government didn't recognize the Armenian genocide. Okay. And I know the Armenian genocide is a very touchy topic, and I'm not gonna get into that, but there were a lot of protests by the Armenian community to get the Canadian government to recognize to recognize it. it. Yeah. And it happened. That's a meaningful protest. That's yeah. a totally meaningful protest. Yeah. Yeah. The Canadian, the protest could not change the, the horrendous genocide mm -hmm. that took place because it happened almost, it happened over a hundred years ago. Right. But, and it cannot change the, the diasporic reality that the Armenians face today because of it. But it can change how the Canadian government looks at Turkey and Armenia. Mm -hmm. And that's as far as you can go sometimes. And, you know, the legislation that passed, is it because of the protests? I don't know. But I'm sure that they, 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 they got heard yeah. by the Canadian Parliament. And that's just an example. What has happened now? You know, I, 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 I say with pride that the young people are now the majority voice of the left wing, other than, you know, the, the old, the kind of dying off baby boomer hippies that mm -hmm. came from the time. Yo, it's just a plant, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it's healthy for you, man. It's nature, dude. <laughs> But no pills, no powders, yeah, man. Yeah, man, just just herb, man. <laughs> <laughs> but you know the the bene the 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 double-ended sword of young people is that we love to scream. We 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 we're very passionate. We're very full of energy. We're very you know we want our we want 
change and we want it now. We want it right now. Mm-hmm. And especially with, it's not with, happen with our generation mm-hmm. of millennials, we're very impatient. We're like, well, why is this happening? We want it now, now, now. <laughs> like we, want to, we wouldn't even wait for, the, for Wi-Fi to, to connect yeah, to Wi-Fi. Yeah, we wouldn't even wait for Wi-Fi I to connect. I hate waiting more than five minutes for a McDonald's and stuff like that. Like, yeah. That's the problem. Like, like, that's the one of drive just, I impatient. was at McDonald's yesterday at one in the morning and they had three people working and there was one guy saying that, I've been waiting here for a while. Where's my order? I want it now. <laughs> and was, that, was that person Mickey Mouse or voice uh-huh. <laughs> and they were they had the list of 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 uh, you know they had the queue up and, yeah. and the guy saw his number and then he's like well I've been waiting here a while and and that kind of, like that sort of transfers over to protests we get angry we throw yeah. bottles we break glass mm. we hurt people mm. we beat people it's not the old people that come you know with their pins and their signs that are beating <laughs> these people they're actually for the most part the ones that get beaten Old mm-hmm. people want to reason with you. Young people don't want to reason with yeah. you. Just accept my opinion and that's it. Just, it. you know, uh, 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 Trump's a racist. <laughs> You know, old people will tell you, listen, Trump might have some racist qualities and he wants to do this. He wants to end TPP, good for, you know, protecting industry in in America. Old people have reason and validation and for even, their argument. Even pe- and young people do, too. But not the young people that we see. Even, we need to learn from old people too. Like, even even people who supported Hillary that were older, they wanted to. They were more keen on talking rather than yeah. going, you know, insane. So yeah, I just totally yeah. agree with what you said. Um, I've been talking yeah, for a like while. Like young people just over. have like this opinion and stuff like that, but they don't want to hear anybody else's <laughs> opinion. And I think like, it's a very important idea that we need to talk to other people and stuff like. Example, like sometimes I have conversations with my whole family. Like, and like we've talked about like transgender issues and stuff like that, and like, and, stuff like that. and my parents like they don't necessarily agree with it, nor do they disagree. Like, 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 first of all, it doesn't affect them at all in any shape or form. Like, yeah, they're just gonna go to the washroom, they're just gonna go to the washroom. But so the fact that like you get able to like, the key thing is like being able to have a healthy discussion with other like age demographics, mm-hmm. and being able to learn from them and stuff like that. Because if we don't learn from like older people and stuff, we're just gonna repeat the same mistakes that happened Absolutely. in history and stuff like that. And the opinion of millennials is so, I want to say, so focused and like, little, yeah. as in like after the election, people were going, "Oh, well, if only millennials voted." Trump so why didn't you vote? vote? Yeah, there was this uh, map. Oh God, there was this so map. So if only the blue. people who have objectively the least political experience and knowledge voted, then the election would have been different. That's a great argument. Um, and I'm sorry, that was sarcasm. If you couldn't tell. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. So these these millennial opinions are are held, are held to such a high standard for some reason. I don't think that millennials are stupid. I don't think that at all. I think that the uh, the older people are typically smarter. Not always, but typically. They're more they, experienced. They're more yeah. experienced. They have more wisdom, knowledge. Yeah. And wisdom comes with age. Exactly. Like they've they've lived through other elections. They've like many of them at least have voted before and seen the impact that mm-hmm. the people they voted in have. They know what they're talking about. And I mean, I mean political knowledge and experience simply just comes with age, even if you aren't into politics. You will know more about politics than somebody who's younger than you mm-hmm. and isn't into politics. Just because you can't avoid it, really. You can avoid getting immersed in it, but you can't avoid hearing about it and seeing the effects of it because that's exactly what politics is for. It affects everybody. So I do just want to 
change the topic a bit. So we've talked a little bit. Of, we've talked a while a while now about some misconceptions and and just uh, ideas, beliefs, all that. How can we change people's perspectives on the beliefs, on your beliefs, on the beliefs of the parties yeah. um, that you align better with, the left, the right wing? What can we do besides? You know, we've talked about it here. But to people who, for example, didn't listen to the show, mm. how can we better educate the world without coming off as arrogant, ignorant, and shoving our opinions down? Gender white males, exactly. My, Privilege, so, yeah. you know. It's like yeah. so. What can we do? So uh, yeah, you want to go? Oh sure. Um, so on the on the right wing, uh, I think it's key, and this is actually happening already. The right, the the conservative infotainment sucks. Conservative infotainment is severely lacking in quality. Mm -hmm. um, and <laughs> you don't see any conservative infotainment shows on mainstream television networks. Um, and that's that's fine because that's just what the people, that's not what the people want. I would like to see the people start wanting that. And to see that, we'll need more small, good, right-wing infotainment. Like, you look at things like Breitbart. Breitbart sucks for the most part. Breitbart is not a racist, uh, homophobic, hate-filled website like many would like to make it seem is this the one that's like but, recently come up with the news because the chief of staff yeah is yeah 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 um because and the, the key is a lot of people don't realize this breitbart is not a 100 percent serious publication they post serious things here and there but it's infotainment it's like john oliver and text form and right wing form um it's not meant to be taken super super seriously they post articles yes and hillary clinton mentioned this in a speech uh, and i believe i can't remember who this article was written by i want to say milo Yiannopoulos, it, but i could be wrong was it the two titles that she said <clears throat> yeah yeah it was, it was milo birth was control milo. makes women yep, unattractive milo. and crazy um and and <laughs> was that meant to say like it, it was that that that's meant to be taken as that's somewhat a, of a joke they yeah. went into why um they gave some reasonable and very justifiable theories as to why they would say that but that headline is not meant to think that all women who take birth control are unattractive and crazy. Mm -hmm. No, they're just presenting some theories with like a semi-comical headline. Uh, that's the key there. Uh, and then you have things like Daily Wire, which is I personally really like Ben Shapiro on Daily Wire and Andrew Clavin. The rest of Daily Wire really suffers from inequality. Uh, the website design is god-awful. God-awful. Um... And overall, the rest of the contributors, I'm not trying to disparage their work because they, they all work very hard, but it's not very entertaining. And when it's an infotainment thing like Daily Wire, inf entertainment is key. We've got the Rebel up here in Canada. The Rebel has some great things, especially Humor I like how they, they go... thing in order to get people, yeah, get, get their attention. It's very entertaining, but then the info suffers because they, they do great, very, very funny, very interesting things, but they also are very misleading and sensationalist and unfortunately um, will say things that simply are not true sometimes. I love The Rebel because it's entertaining and because it's funny and right-wing, which is uncommon. Hmm. I, I take everything The Rebel says with a grain of salt. I like how they go out into the field and interview people and get the experience head-on, firsthand. Um, but I also don't like the videos that are just monologues of sensationalist and misleading things um so yeah i think that's key the infotainment sector of uh the right wing is lacking and if it improves i think we'll see a lot less misconceptions about the right wing but like, I like, yeah. the, I, like the rebel media is pretty interesting and stuff but like sometimes like i feel like there's a possibility they go like maybe too far 
um, I know like the, most of stuff taken is a joke, but I feel like people are gonna view what they're doing and be like, oh my god, this is just the worst thing ever. Yeah. An example, like one of the videos I saw was with David Menzies. It was with David Menzies, yeah. And he went to a public uh, swim. Oh, I saw and he that. went and it's during like Sharia is during like a technically Sharia swim time. So like it's when like only women and like and they're allowed to not wear their um their their um, hair coverings and stuff like that. Um and he sure. goes in and like identifies as transgender. He's literally just wearing a dress and a wig and a little yeah. bit of makeup. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing like a woman's like bathing suit. And he goes in there and he has a swim with all of these like Muslim women and the lifeguards are like, yeah, I guess like you can come. Like, if they're cool with it, then I'm cool with it. Like, I don't care. And I look at that and I'm like, that's like crazy. Like, I won't have the balls to do that because I know for yeah, a fact like that if, was balls. Like, if somebody, yeah, if somebody like catches him and yeah, stuff like a, that, and, like all the men, like all the, like all the men that are like related to like all the women in that pool, they would have been like furious and yeah. flipping. Yeah. I was like, the, yeah, because no, it is disrespectful. It like, is disrespectful, and like I, I think maybe that's one time like maybe where they took it a bit too far. But it was interesting to see, like, just to see how far this has. I'm just all for yeah. criticizing Islam. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, I think that's, but I that's think a great the, thing to do. But when you're disrespecting individual Muslims, I don't. That's not. I that's think. I think much. the problem with it as well is the fact that, like, the legislation, like, all the wording in terms of the transgender community, in terms of like what is transgender, like Bill C sixteen. Yeah, is it, well, not, like, not as, I'm just saying, like, the whole fact that, like. Yeah. David Menzies, like, clearly, he's like, he doesn't identify as a transgender, but the fact that he could just say that he is and was able to go inside a women's change and go well, and change, or, or just go into a full-on women's, like, swimming Lauren, time, that's very, like, that's, like, that's more of a problem with, like, maybe, like, how, like, our system works in terms of, like, fun, fun, identifying that. Funny enough. The same way Lauren Southern, like, Lauren she, Southern like, is legitimately, legally transgender. Yeah, because she, yeah, she, she literally she went to the doctor and she just said, I want to be identified as a man. He's like, Okay, I think that's a little. That's it's very crazy. It's it's know. going so far to prove a point. Yeah, yeah. I, look, the point I, of proving yeah. is so inconsequential. <laughs> like, yeah, you can do that. Like, okay. Yeah, to talk about that, I think that it, you know, you know, we're 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 for cisgender, for for all intents and purposes, white male. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it, it's very easy for us to sit here and make fun of you know people identifying as women just by kind of flipping a switch or flipping a coin. But there are people that actually have gender dysphoria and identify. Yeah, of course, mm-hmm. and I, I'm I'm not offended or anything, but I'm I'm just saying that it, it's 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 easy for us to kind of joke about this. But it takes away from the validity of the transgender and it takes away community. From the validity. As for the left wing, um, you know, approach to you know, what 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 can we do to sort of end uh, misconceptions and whatnot? That's the question you asked, right? I'll take that as a yes. Um, what 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 we can do is uh, my mom's my mom's boyfriend. I've mentioned him on the show before. The Argentinian communist. My mom's boyfriend. He's he's very quick. You know, when slipped it, their minds completely. Yeah, I didn't didn't know that. Oh, anyway, my mom continue. has a, a Congrats, boyfriend. He's a communist. Um, I, I've talked about him on the show before. Uh, what happens whenever we get into a discussion and I get to a point where I say, well, I don't know. Um, I don't know what wh- wh- what you're talking about. I don't know what it is. The first thing he goes is he says you have to read. You have to read. What do you mean you don't know? You have to read. What are you doing? And that's what the left has to do. Get out of the AJ Plus three-minute videos. Get out of the now this news. Get out of the, the, the now this election. Get out of Vox. Get out of Vice. Get out of everything and read mm-hmm. conservative news. Read centrist news. Read, you know, uh, 
Read books. Read books. <laughs> read books. <laughs> just, just being a point away for everybody. Just, just if you're looking for a book smarter. to read, can you turn on that camera, Elliot? Yeah. If you're looking for a book to read, Show Conscience to of a Conservative this by camera. this camera. Barry Goldwater. Conscience of a Conservative by Barry Goldwater. It. If you're looking to get a conservative, Here, hold uh, it up. Hold it up. I'm gonna zoom in on it. If you're looking what to get mean? a great conservative viewpoint, Conscience of a Conservative by Barry Goldwater. Capital looks like a nipple, doesn't it? Looks kind weird. Of. That's weird, it's, man. It's, you have a dirty mind. Do it's I? The philosophy. I like every, no, everybody started that. I'm sure they have. Yeah, exactly. It's the philosophy that reinvigorated, um, that reinvigorated conservatism and uh, kind of reformed conservatism through the third quarter of the uh, 21st or the 20th century. And it's a great read, even if you're not a conservative. Highly recommend it. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, we, well, yeah. the one thing about the, that book. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure John Oliver actually said that once. How the capital looks like a nipple. The capital he would have. He did say that. I think, so we do actually. have. Um, that was the last thing I to say. We do have uh, about a minute left before we have to go, um, but uh, that was a very, very peaceful and enlightening discussion we had yeah, today. I thought yeah, I sure. would. Get we much went more away offended. from the craziness of the election, and we just kind of. Yeah. It's nice when we aren't like. Screaming oh, about yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, Republican versus Democrat, yeah. and uh, it was. Uh, Can we all just get along? Yeah, yeah. you know what? Um, you know, to end off quickly, I think that mm-hmm. as Canadians, we're very lucky and very privileged yeah. to to as sort of all people as all people. Um, we're very lucky and very privileged to have all three spectrums that we have here today not being too different from each other. Uh, which is not as bad as the um, the American government, yeah. where the, where it's so bipartisan. Um, and I think that the the ability to have this discussion is um, something that you know you need to do in order to 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 sort of broaden your uh, viewpoint and sort of to broaden your um, outlook on the world. So we do have to go. Thanks to everybody for watching. Thanks for having us. Thanks Let's for having play us. Thank out. You.